Hello everyone, I hope you are having a beautiful day today, but if you aren't, then that's okay. Um, I hope this podcast is something that can make you smile today. Um, Welcome to Day by Day with Prachi Patel, where I talk about topics that inspire me and that maybe some of you guys can relate to. My name is Prachi Patel, if you didn't know, and I'm so happy that you're listening, and I hope you enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. Um, So this is take two because I didn't turn on Roshni's mic, but it's okay. Um, This episode we are talking about intuitive living and especially everything to do around the holidays. I'm here with Roshni Patel. If you didn't know her from the college talk episode, um, she was in that one and we did a lot and she did an intro for that one. But for everybody who doesn't know you from that, do you want to like and reintroduce yourself a little bit yeah um so I'm Roshni I grew up with Brachi uh I think like at least like before she was born her brother and I knew each other yeah you guys like, went on family trips <laughs> together yeah, it was just me and Drew and yeah screw me and Rhea <laughs> so we've known each other for that long um and then I'm just a senior at Georgia Tech trying to live my life before graduation mm-hmm. feel that So, um, for this episode, I wanted to talk about intuitive living, especially around the holidays, because I feel like we're getting really stressed out with finals and Christmas and food and workouts and all this different kind of stuff, and we really need to find a good balance in between. Um, So, yeah, in this episode, we're just going to be discussing all of that. Um, But before we get started, do you want to say the three things that we're grateful for together? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll go first. Um, So the first thing I'm grateful for is uh, my parents came in town this weekend or came to Atlanta this weekend and they spent Friday night with me. They brought some really good Thai food. Um, I'm also grateful that I don't have to um, or I have enough organization within my life that I don't have to stress about finals right now. I'm really uh, I have a good grasp of everything. And then the last thing I am grateful for is that I have a good morning routine set in so I have my journaling and my meditating and everything and that really helps me especially around the holidays when I feel a little more overwhelmed than normal so yeah um okay so the first thing is that I just ended my semester so it's been like a little time of reflection about how this is like one of my last semesters in college with my best friends and stuff so it's been great to have that time for us to all spend together and then the second one is that I'm home for a little while and I'm gonna go see my niece in a couple weeks so that'll be exciting and then just like right before Prachi came I ate this giant bowl of oatmeal and then I think that like I finally found this food my comfort food so yeah oatmeal is amazing yeah I had some for breakfast for the first time I've been eating bagel burgers sounds weird but it's so good do you just put a burger inside a bagel? Yeah, so like I, okay, so I, I toast a everything bagel, right? Mm-hmm. And then I put a little bit of coconut oil on both sides because I don't like using vegan butter, so I use coconut oil. And then I put pesto and then I put olives and then sun-dried tomatoes. And then, so I do it on both sides. But I yeah. put olives and sun-dried tomatoes on one side, but I put pesto on both. Mm-hmm. And then I put a veggie burger patty. I like Dr. Prediger's veggie burger patties. They're so mm-hmm. good. I put that inside and then I cut it in half and I eat it and oh my god 
It's like the it's like such good comfort food. It's like a burger for breakfast. It's Mm. so good. Yeah, I need to try that. I usually stick to my burgers at like later in the day, but maybe this is no because I feel like it's a great breakfast food because of the bagel. (laughs) Other than that, it's like uh, it's okay. But um, yeah, so I wanted to get into this episode. I feel like um, this is a really good one about intuitive living and everything to do with that, especially with stress and then family and food, especially with food because um, we need to find a balance. And I feel like some people think that they're overeating and then the next day they might restrict themselves. And it's a really big topic that I feel like definitely needs to have like attention brought to it and then also on top of that working out whether it's like you're overexerting yourself while working out or you feel guilty like I feel like there's a lot of food guilt and like exercise guilt and all that stuff around the holidays and I think that's really important to talk about so the first topic I guess I wanted to talk about with intuitive living is listening to our bodies and what I mean one of the topics or subtopics I mean by that is when to work out because um I feel like a lot of people, whenever they like to eat, they're like, oh, I have to work out more so I can Mm -hmm. burn off these extra calories or burn off this food that I ate, which is like totally not the case because I feel like our bodies are constantly changing and it's something that we need to remember. Yeah. Um, I think to start this conversation, you have to like think about what intuition and like what that means. And that's essentially just listening to your body and you know when you have that gut feeling that's essentially what I compare intuition to it might not be the best comparison but yeah yeah, I agree that's what I basically think about and then another thing that you were talking about is like this overeating under eating cycle and it's important to recognize that there might be some days where you want to eat less but then there's other days where you do want to eat more and it's just listening to your body like especially for us like around our period time like I know that I could eat like avocado toast every single day for Mm -hmm. my period because that's like what my body needs and I like scientifically need more fat than I need um other aspects like carbs or proteins yeah I mean isn't it the case that you're burning more calories on your period than any normal yeah so I feel like it's so important to obviously and I don't focus on like calories or anything like that I focus on ingredients and nutrition Mm -hmm. like I'm I want to get the most out of what I'm eating and you know I might not I might not be the best person to talk about this with just because I my body craves stuff like vegetables and Um, healthy carbs and like oatmeal and all this stuff and you know what if your body craves mcdonald's it's okay to eat the mcdonald's as long as you don't eat it every day as long as you're intuitive about it you know what i mean i think that the your last point about like as long as you don't eat it every day is a big thing because like i personally will drink my glass of chocolate milk like almost every night because that's what like i know my body needs and i know i'm okay when i eat it but then like i'm not gonna go and eat a cake but even if like let's say go, we go to cafe intermezzo and my parents want to eat cake then i'll eat it you know it's like letting myself know that it's okay but also something i struggle with i think you struggle with the opposite is not knowing when to stop like i know my body's full but like i keep eating after that and it's like then after that i like beat myself up like we could go to revolution donuts and i could basically eat like four donuts in a day if if, like we have it at our house and i felt myself doing that a lot at the beginning of quarantine and then slowly i realized i was like okay the ingredients like yeah it's probably like like the sugar isn't the best but i want some of it and some of it won't kill me but if i eat too much of it 
Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, eating it every day might not be the best. But as, if you have it every once in a while, I don't think it's that bad. But when you talk about, like, overeating and stuff, when it comes to certain foods, like Thai food, I will, like, mm-hmm. if it's in front of me, I will keep eating it. It's, it's like, it's not bad, but it's, like, it's certain types of food I don't know when to stop. Um, but when it, and even, like, other food, if I make, like, extra, or if I make a certain amount of food... And then there's like, I'm full, but I still see a little bit left over. I'm like, oh, let me just power through. But then other times I'm like, you know what? No, I'm full. I'm like satisfied right now. If I want it later, I can still eat it. It's mm-hmm. not, it's like, it's not going to disappear or anything. Yeah. And so I feel like that's like the mindset that I've now created. Like it, it's not going anywhere. Like I, I can still eat it. I just don't eat it right now. Mm-hmm. Being Which, okay with leftovers is yeah, a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like my, I think another thing for that is just like how quickly I eat and I need to like eat less quickly like my mom will tell you that my sister my dad and I will just like chomp down yes I like my mom's like you swallow it I'm like yeah it's okay and that's like one thing I want to start working on is like just being more present when I do eat because like I might think that I need like four slices of pizza which is like some days I definitely do need it but it's like that's I'm only eating the four slices because it's like everyone else is not done eating I can eat more you know Yeah, my whole thing with that is, um, so because I started intuitive eating and everything, uh, I really, I, so I put my, I I leave my phone in my room Mm -hmm. and I leave all technology away. Even if like I'm eating dinner with the boys and the boys are watching TV, I will like sit there and I will just like think, or I will do something else and I will stay as present as I can and enjoy the food that I'm thinking of right now. And I understand what you mean by like, you know, um, I will like keep eating if other people are eating. But what I've realized with that, um, now is... I take it a step at a time. So I take a certain amount of food and then I, my thinking is like, okay, I can always go back and get more. Yeah. Like it's not going anywhere. And then when I, like if I take, if I eat pizza, I take it a slice at a time. Mm-hmm. I know it's not going anywhere. Like it's still there. Yeah. And then the whole thing with that is, is like when, my, if my family's not done, my whole thing is like, I don't have to get up from the dinner table. Like I can still sit there. I just, I'll maybe drink my water or I'll mm-hmm. do something else rather than eating, overeating, I guess. Which is, I mean, it takes, it's like a learning process though. It's so much you have to learn about because with everything uh, that's going on like around food and everything and all the social media posts and everything about how you're only supposed to eat a certain amount of food or, you know, you're only supposed to eat a certain way. It's really, like it messes up the way you think and stuff. And I feel like a lot of people have had to relearn how to eat, which is like so crazy because you you know how to eat but I had to relearn how to eat Mm -hmm. because I would always be like oh my god I'm eating too much or oh my god I'm eating a bad thing and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. I had to relearn that every food is good food for sure and I don't know if it was this take or the past take that I mentioned her but Natasha Ocean I'm telling you she had she like is the one who got me into like thinking about intuitive eating and she like Y'all just have to check out her videos. And also Linda Sun. I need you to watch her. She loves Pilates and Lily Oh my god, I think I've watched a couple of her videos. But she's, yeah, she's really good about it. Mm -hmm. And the way she does it is, it's just like, no words can express how well she does all of her videography and her filming. Yeah, I really like how YouTubers are now moving into, or at least talking about either past quote-unquote eating disorders sometimes people don't refer to refer to it as that but Mm -hmm. I mean it could be defined as that but they're talking about how they used to eat in the past versus how they eat now and then on top of that like them working out like overworking out because they ate like too much or they ate certain foods that they label as good or bad and like Mm -hmm. you know I just feel like 
food shouldn't be labeled as good as bad or good or bad it should be labeled as like this one has a certain amount of nutrition and then this one has another amount of nutrition yeah. carrots are good for your eyes potatoes give you carbs like yeah and chocolate is good for your soul yeah like, chocolate's good for your soul. yeah it's so good for your soul oh my god i the whole yeah the whole like youtuber phenomenon that i've noticed it like when i first went vegan which was like five years ago i would follow youtubers who would just like it was this whole like hclf high carb low fat kind of diet yeah. where they would eat literally five bananas like in a day in a sitting like for breakfast and i used to think like that's like what i should be doing but thankfully like i like though i had to still live under my parents roof and they were like feeding me and i like knew like okay this is what i'm supposed to eat i'm not supposed to eat like only fruit or raw till yeah. four so and then you were like like you were saying that they like started shifting towards like this might be how my body works but you know your body doesn't work that way 100 percent. and i think that that's like 2020 has definitely like helped a lot of people realize that you don't need to be the same way as other people i 100 percent agree with you my whole thing back when i like rediscovered intuitive eating or discovered intuitive eating back in august um, one of the things that I really had to grasp is that every single body is different because I would like do a certain workout and be like, well, okay, well, why don't I look the same way they do? Mm-hmm. Me not realizing our genetics are different, our yeah. body is built different. And now, uh, now like that I've grasped that totally, I'm like, okay, well, my body is doing the best that it can do. And I'm going to make sure it knows it's worthy and it knows it's like doing an amazing job compared to like me putting it down and you know it creating negative effects on my body because i feel like it's not just your mind that whenever you're talking bad about yourself it's not just your mind that gets affected it's your whole body that gets affected mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like studies about how anxiety sh- like um represents itself in different parts of your body like you might feel body aches just because of anxiety or like you might have like different twitches and that's like what happens because your your mind is getting stressed and then there's all the like yeah brain mechanics yeah i feel like you're sometimes when your mind can't handle the entire i mean this might not be like a scientific thing but i feel like if your mind can't handle the stress then it like it starts like seeping into the rest of your body and that your body your the rest of your body starts like reacting to this kind of stuff and you're like okay like what the heck is going on like i don't understand this it's just like it's a lot Mm -hmm. and i feel like for me personally what happens is when I get super stressed like I know how to handle my stress or like okay like let's say I have an exam coming up and then I'm just gonna like take 30 minutes to like dance or I'm gonna take 30 minutes to go downstairs to the gym and work out but then like if it's a really like high amount of stress I kind of like shut down and thankfully like through quarantine I've learned like there's a whole stress curve and like yes a little bit of stress is necessary but yeah yeah I have to learn how to like say no to certain obligations or just tell myself like it'll be okay like I don't have to be completely like 100% perfect and I think in this whole like pre-med pre-graduate school life that's like such a hard thing for people to grasp and I really admire that about you that you can say no because I find it like such a hard thing to say no because I feel so bad about saying it but you you're like no I'm like worrying about myself where I'm like still I'm like oh like you know what are they like I feel bad for saying no to them but in reality it's not as bad as you think Mm -hmm. i think i've gotten to the point where i say no no too many times so my new challenge for this new year is to say yes to certain things but also know that like like we can't do this thing where we stay up until like 2 30 or 3 in the morning because i used to do that like i would just want to hang out with my roommates and i would be like okay this is the only time we get to spend together but then i would have to be up at like eight for class the next day Mm -hmm. you know so it's like balance it's yeah it's it's a lot of balance because even though like 
you know i agree with you i even i've been saying no to a lot of stuff like hanging out with certain people i'm like no i don't i like i just don't feel like doing it mm-hmm. but sometimes whenever you push yourself out of it and then you're like okay i'll do it you, you just have to power through sometimes but even like when i'm hanging out with them i'm just like Ugh, i'd rather just not do this right now like i'd mm-hmm. rather just be by myself i think i've gotten I've gotten very comfortable with being by myself and I'm really happy about that because I used to not be comfortable with being by myself but um I just hope it I'm just like trying to keep it to the point where it's not like I'm totally isolating myself where I can still hang out with people because like whenever we hang out whenever Roshni texts me or I text Roshni um I'm always down to hang out with Roshni like it's so much fun when we hang out together but it's just I guess it's just certain people that um, I say no to yeah it's definitely like learning what you like something I've learned in the past couple years is that you have different friends for different occasions like yeah like there's gonna be the friends where you just want to sit and y'all will be okay with sitting but then there's other friends where you're gonna be like hey you want to go out tonight like this is gonna be you know like you can't expect everything from every person literally and my whole thing is like with hanging out with someone like me or them coming over to my place or something like that I always feel like they're they're gonna get bored so my yeah, whole, that's, that's my whole thing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, how the heck am I supposed to entertain this person? Like me over here, I just want to sit down and watch TV. But them, they might be like, oh my god, like let's go do this. Like, oh, like I, I, like I think I'm boring them with mm-hmm. my presence. But I feel like I've had to realize, like if they're bored, they should just say they're bored or they should just leave. Because like, I'm, yeah. like what am I supposed to do about it? I can't babysit them or entertain them twenty four seven because that's another stress stressful situation yeah your whole thing about like feeling as if someone's bored is when so I live by myself now but whenever I had people come over this semester like I remember one day I was like oh like everyone's coming to my place like like I'm excited for everyone to come over and like hang out here but like what are they gonna do are they gonna like like are they gonna be okay with the eating and stuff like that and I think it's like it's good that our like moms have like ingrained it into us that like we have to be good hosts because I think one of like my best like memories in the past like month was when like five or six of my friends came over and then Milan was like oh like you're such a good host and I was like oh, what like thank like you. multiple of them said it and I was like thank you relief. my yeah no my biggest problem when someone comes over is like I'm like what am I supposed to feed them <laughs> I'm like like because um one of our family friends Priyo came over to my place and um I was like, I was like, okay, well, I obviously have to feed her. Yeah. And so I was like, what, like, what am I supposed to feed her? Because the normal stuff that I eat isn't what a lot of people like, unless it's like you, because I, I know you'd like it, and probably R- or Rhea will like it too. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm like, I'm like, well, like, I don't want to give them pasta because I feel like that's like a bad host food to give. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, well, I don't want to give them a burger. That's another bad host. Like, I feel like it has to all be from scratch. Mm-hmm. That's like a lot of mental challenges or like it's a lot in your head that we have to do especially around the holidays can you imagine that having so many people like coming in and out of your house yeah it's like it's really stressful it's very overwhelming Mm because you don't know what to do especially because like um it's tailgate season so they're all like oh my god what am i supposed to make or even diwali or thanksgiving or christmas or new year's who mm-hmm. knows what's going to be christmas dinner who knows what's going to be new year's dinner yeah it's it's fun but like thanksgiving how is that for you like 
eating-wise or just, like, training-wise and stuff? Good. So I did work out on Thanksgiving, but that is just because um, I woke up in the morning and I was really in the mood to move my body Mm -hmm. just because – not because I knew I was eating a lot. I still ate everything, Um, (laughs) like, all the fried food, all of it. I was going to say no to the fried food and, like, I was going to bake it instead because my mom makes these sabudana varas. If you don't know what that is, it's like a – I don't even... It's like fucking... It's Orbeez. It's yeah, like... It's like tapioca pearls. Yeah. That, I mean, that sounds like boba them, but it's, yeah. it's, it's just... It's, <laughs> look it up. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she made those and she was frying them. And I was like, okay, just leave some for me and I'll bake them. I, I was not in the mood to bake anything. And they were already fried. So I was like, screw it. So I had like four or five and I was satisfied. Like, don't get me wrong. Instead of having like 10 and like me restricting myself and feeling bad the next day, I had four or five. They were really good. And then I had my actual... We did matla, which is like, um, we, it's basically roasting in a clay pot and you throw it in a fire and like you let it do it. And it was so good. Mm-hmm. I think I gave you a little bit of leftovers. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, it was so good. And we ate that. Um, what, one of my friends, Simi, she was on episode two, uh, she, they, their family came over and she likes to go walking and I worked out in the morning and I was not in the mood for walking. I was like, I like, I'm honestly here to eat and just lay down and have fun and I like I went on like one half mile walk or one mile walk with her and then I came back I was like I I really don't want to walk and she's like she's the kind of like person who likes to walk a lot so I'm like you know what like I'm like you can go walk but like I'm I'm done like I don't want to walk and so that's when I learned to say no that's one of the no's that I said because usually I would have been like okay like let's go like even though I don't want to I'll go but now I'm like mm-hmm. really listening to my body and my body's like, no, I don't want to walk. I just want to sit down. So I was like, all right, sit down, do what you want to do. Well, how was your Thanksgiving? You had like a whole bunch, you had like a big family thing. Yeah, we had a, a lot of food, but it was like the food aspects, I think I did like really well. I definitely was like stuffed by the end of it, but I knew that it was like, okay, like this is, this is today. Like I didn't yeah. work out. I think the, the, I hadn't worked out in a long time. Like November was kind of a bad month for me. And I think that one thing I want to start doing is like, Yes, I need to listen to my body, but there's times where I need to... Self-discipline. Yeah, like self-discipline. And I think it was just a lot of, like, anxiousness from the election that came. And then there was just, like, school that just got, like, a lot. So then I was like, oh, like, I don't need to work out. But then I realized how, like, good it makes my body feel and stuff. But I think this Thanksgiving was a good one where I was like, oh, finally know how to control what I'm eating but the thing that like when you were talking about the sabudanavada is like you know that graphic they have where it's like oh I want cookies but then I'm gonna eat carrots but then I'm gonna eat this yes and this, oh my and this. god yes and, it's like this and then whole, like, and then you end up eating like 20 cookies yeah so yeah. I think that like at least something that now I know now is like okay like I want the cookie I'm gonna eat the cookie you know like literally like, I'd rather eat one cookie and just be satisfied with it instead of eating 20 cookies and feeling like crap the next mm-hmm. day you know what I mean? I, yeah. That's the one thing me and Roshni, like, we always, we keep sending each other, like, either motivational stuff or, like, intuitive stuff or just, like, woke stuff. Does mm-hmm. that, it's, yeah. I feel like we're very woke with each other. Yeah. We keep each other very woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then another thing, like, that's important to talk about with, like, intuitive eating is just, like, the comparison. Because, like, I personally just eat a lot of food and that's like I'm a volume eater like I would rather eat like yeah the little thing yeah the like thing I sent so you so many yeah. yeah so many like carrots and grapes and stuff but like I'd rather eat that than just eat like a little small like cliff bar or something with the same amount Literally. but like that's like how my body needs to be fueled and it's like especially with my friends because my friends eat less than I do I'm like sitting there and I'm like oh like 
well, what am yeah. I supposed to do? But then at the same time, now I'm like, okay, like, they eat differently. Like, they eat, like, a lot of rice and stuff, but I don't eat as much, so I can, like, eat as much. Or, like, there's days where, like, I'm just more hungry and I need to, like, 100%. I agree. When we went to Tauntaun, or the ramen place I was telling you about, um, there were about, I think, seven of us who went. And so I think I was the only girl that finished my entire bowl. That happens to me a lot. And I was like, I was like, they're like, um, the boys were talking to like, they, because the boys all finished their bowl and the girls are like, I'm so full. And I was over here like, okay, like I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm not going to stop just because they're full because I'm not full yet. So I finished my whole entire bowl. And let me tell you, it was so good. And I didn't really care if they didn't finish their bowl. That's their thing. Mm -hmm. That's not my thing. I was worried about what my body was feeling rather than what everybody else's body was feeling. And me finishing my food or me eating a larger quantity than them really like taught me that it's okay like if different people eat different things. Like your body, they might have ate before. Their body Mm -hmm. might not be as hungry as yours. And I was like, it's totally fine. Like, I really, I couldn't care anymore just because that's what my body wants. And I think a lot of the food anxiety comes around the fact that, like, you also probably, like, you ate the food and you didn't care about it after. But, like, even if you, like, the difference is because you don't think about it in your mind. You're like, okay, this is actually, like, like you switched your mindset. Yeah. It's, food is very big mindset controlled, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Um when it comes to like I've said it before when it comes to good food bad food nutrition calories um like all of this different stuff especially uh like you know portion control it's like portion control is one of the biggest things especially like if you look on the back of the back oh my god back of the bag yeah and they're over here like 11 chips is like 230 calories I'm over here we're like I'm not counting the amount of chips I'm eating I'm counting I'm not even counting anything. I'm eating as much until I'm full. Mm-hmm. Like, that's about it. Yeah. I think it's important to note, though, that, like, this is, like, one of the videos I was watching about intuitive eating is that it's not for everyone in, yeah. like, the sense that, like, if you are going through an eating disorder or you are, like, recovering from it and you're in that period where it's, like, like, let's say you were, like, binge eating and then now you need to first, like, train your body to, like know what it wants because like Mm -hmm. if you're binging then like it's gonna be hard to be like oh my body's like fine like I'm I usually only eat like an apple in the morning and like carrots for lunch and then lo and behold I eat like binge at night but like yeah it takes the time so I think that like intuitive eating as much as like everyone's like oh my gosh we gotta hop on this trend like it's it's really important to like assess yourself before no I agree 100% just because re like coming from an eating disorder or you know, all of that stuff. Um, you really have to re-teach your body how to do all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a journey. Like, yeah. I will... I've, like... It's a journey. Yeah. And there is also, like, neuroscience behind it. Because someone in one of my classes did a whole presentation on the neuroscience behind eating disorders. So there is a lot of, like, dopamine and serotonin that comes in your body that needs to be, like, readjusted. Because your levels are so out of place yeah out of it's like it really puts a whole tool on your body because i've heard whenever uh, like also eating disorder it also involves with stress and you know i feel like everybody's like oh i'm losing hair like my skin is breaking out my mm-hmm. and what i've also realized now is like yeah like i ate all this thai food right and yesterday i was a little bloated i i didn't i didn't put that much attention or i i did put attention to it but i was like you know what my body is adjusting and my body is changing so I stopped putting that much attention to it. I re-ate that Thai food again. We had leftovers. I ate it for lunch. It was freaking <laughs> amazing. Um, 
but I feel like the whole thing with that is um, it's really, I don't know how to explain it. I really just lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Thai food. Was it, are you trying to say it's like mindset oriented or is it just? Like- um, I'm trying to say that, um, yeah, I guess it is mindset oriented. It's very heavily, oh no, I was talking about this. Um, yeah, it's mindset oriented and because of like the fact that in the beginning I put this stress on my mind and then my stress on my, it like flowed to my body, I became more bloated compared to if I just left it alone, my body would have been able to digest it better a little, I feel like a little bit better and my body would have like slowly went back to normal. But because I was putting so much attention on it, my body just kept, you know, it wasn't able to digest the food as well. I feel like that's a big thing. Stress causes a lot of body changes. Yes. Like bloating, all of that stuff. Because like, it's insane. There's actually like, I had to do this case study for one of my classes and in it, they actually, I found some research. I don't know how valid it is because it was like a little bit all over the place, but if you um, over, like, overstimulate your HPA, which is your stress axis, mm-hmm. then your, like, the fat cells within your, like, liver and your stomach and your pancreas and all of it actually, like, feel the stress and then they release more cortisol and then it's like a whole. Um, cycle and that's like another reason why when you're like especially stressed a lot of people notice it in their belly fat so like I think another big aspect of all of this is like reassessing where you are in your life and like understanding this whole like stress curve well yeah I agree that stress curve is really helpful but in um also whenever you know people do see their stomachs or they do see certain changes in like their bodies or whatever they're like oh my god like my body is turning a certain way they don't realize that your body or they don't realize that their body changes like their body's continuously changing so this little bit of a difference that they see in their body like a one day bloat they're like oh my god i need to start restricting myself and that's when the cycle really starts of uh damaged i want to say damaged eating because it really is damaged eating yeah in a way, speaking of uh, restricting yourself and then that causing you to maybe binge and then that causing you to go into food guilt and then that causing you to restrict yourself and that causing you to binge and that causing you to food guilt. It's a, it's a yeah. cycle. And once you break it, you like, you know, but it takes a lot of strength to break it. I've mm-hmm. realized that. Yeah. It's but like talking about restrictive eating and everything. It's such a, it's such a powerful thing, I feel like in our society just especially with um women but i have seen it in a couple of guys like guys some guys are like you know um they're like oh like i didn't eat because i was saving up for this meal i feel a lot of people do that they're like oh i knew i was gonna eat a lot for dinner so i'm not gonna eat breakfast or lunch Mm -hmm. yeah that is a big thing it's like there's a difference between like for thanksgiving what i did was i ate breakfast and then i ate a really like small i mean not a really small lunch like i ate but i was like okay i know that i want to eat more later in the evening so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do that but i didn't like completely like i still have my morning bowl of oats in the morning because i was like this is what i'm gonna need or else i'm not gonna like you know your energy like you you need it throughout the day like that's why breakfast is a thing. It's, it's yeah, and now I don't even base it on that. I base it on energy. I'm like, well, okay, this bowl of oats is gonna get me energy to help host this Thanksgiving that my parents have decided yeah. to host. And on top of that, I it's not that I was eating lunch, but it was that I was snacking throughout 
like throughout the whole lunch process so my lunch wasn't an actual lunch it was more of a snack Mm -hmm. or um, a whole bunch of snacks accumulated that I called a lunch and then whenever dinner time came around I think we had dinner around five or six um I, I ate the dinner and I ate until I was full and it was honestly a really good like a really good healthy nutritious however I felt I I ate however much I felt and then I stopped whenever I didn't and the rest of the night I wasn't like anything and then the next morning I didn't restrict myself at all I had my bowl of oatmeal the next day too see you got it you're in that good cycle I think something that's interesting like I think you I don't know if you still intermittent fast but that is when I realized I was like my body's different like I can't intermittent fast and especially because I work out in the mornings and I tried it for like a week and I was like, okay, I'm gonna like keep trying it. But then I knew like four days into it, yeah. my body wasn't like it wasn't a good thing for me. And then I had to like stop. My, I, so I was intermittent fasting for a long time. And then recently with me starting to eat breakfast and everything, I was like, oh, because I, I would start eating at 12. Mm-hmm. like in the afternoon and that was just like awful because I'd be like oh my god I just need to push through and I'd be so hungry yeah and I'm like the face of hangry like you remember me on that <laughs> hike I was so hangry the entire time and um with that going on now I eat breakfast around like 9 30 it varies you know whenever I'm done with my yeah. morning routine sometimes even before my morning routine before I meditate I'm like I can't meditate properly until I get some food in my system so I eat and then I meditate or I meditate and then I eat just depends on how I'm feeling. I really, it's all about intuition. Mm-hmm. And then um, I aim to have lunch around two, but sometimes my body's hungry at one and I eat at one. And sometimes my body's not hungry till three, three thirty, four. I eat at four. And then dinner is where it like gets a little hasty because um, I usually get into bed around 9.30ish. Um, and so I want to give my body the time to digest. Yeah. And it's, you know, everybody gets in their bed at like 9.30. Nobody goes to sleep till like 11. So that's the whole thing with me. And so I try to aim to eat around 6 to 7. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like 7.30 and that's when I get hungry. This past week I've been having dinner at like 8, 8.30 for like at least four nights. I think I've had dinner at 8 or 8.30. And I was completely fine with it because I'm like, well, my body's not hungry until now. Or me and my friends aren't going out to eat until now. And yeah. I realize I can't have a stick up my butt the entire time and like be like no I'm not going out because they're not eating at the time that I'm eating yeah that's a big thing the whole like you need to like conform to certain like like for the intermittent fasting it's like my my eating period would be from 11 to 7 if like I ate after that I was like no 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 I can't work yeah but like it's it's just not my vibe I can't do it it's 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 very stressful yeah, I've realized because and even like my sometimes I, it's like after seven and my parents are like, okay, well, we're going out to dinner. Like dinner's at seven. I'm like, and before I used to be like, oh my God, like I like I have to eat before and I can't eat when I get there mm-hmm. or oh, like I, I'll have to like start breakfast later the next day or something. And, and now my parents are like, okay, dinner's at 730. I was like, all right, bet. Like, let's go. Like I'm ready to eat. <laughs> it's like I just need to snack before him. Yeah. 730 is my time to eat. No, yeah so no then because at, at that point I'd probably if dinner's at like seven thirty or whatever yeah I'll probably eat breakfast still at nine thirty, or whenever I'm hungry and then I'd have lunch whenever I'm hungry and if I'm hungry before I leave I'll have like a snack or something I'm not gonna like stop be like no because I'm having dinner I'm not gonna eat right now no if I'm hungry I'm gonna eat and then when I get to dinner you best believe I'm still gonna eat because mm-hmm. I'm hungry yeah I think you touched on this a little bit earlier but this whole like body image thing is really yes. a big difference oh, and I think like the biggest issue I've noticed is within like 
the Indian community and it's like okay like all their actresses are so like skinny and stuff like that and then I like I used to fall into that trap I was like oh being dainty like having a small asterisk like that's what you need but then I'm like yeah. okay my body clearly will never ever be like no, that yeah. like it's just not like I, yeah it just won't work um and then I like my skinny to strong shifts started happening when I started working out and I think that was like a big thing but that is true I just don't know how I I like feel for girls because like we've gotten like parents who have started like shifting away from the whole like oh like skinny yeah skinny it's like you're not gonna yeah live you're gonna not gonna have a good life unless you look a certain way which I mean is I it's definitely not the case just because but it's also like um I feel like certain people have that still have that mindset but I now when I think about it I'm like okay well that has nothing to do with me and that has everything to do with you yeah that's how I try to think about it at least but yeah going back into the skinny mindset and everything there's so many people who are like um who are like I'm gonna start dieting but I'm going to start dieting because I want to look like this person. And once I get to that person, that's when I'll start, when I'll stop dieting. But I'm like, but you want to diet to look like this person, which is probably never going to happen because your genetics are different than this person's genetics. Mm -hmm. And your body is different from this person's body. And their body might need something that your body doesn't. You know, it's just very, all bodies are different. Yeah. And so it's just the whole, it's exactly the whole mindset of, uh, I want my body to look like this person, so I'm going to do everything I can. But then once they get to that body and, like, they're like, well, what what am I supposed to do now? Like, they have to relearn everything yeah. that they just put into this new image that they mm-hmm. created for themselves. And it's like the standards of beauty have oh shifted God. so much, I feel like. Or maybe it's just the people I surround myself with, but, like, Charge does a really good example, like, a really good job of, like, making sure that everyone knows that you don't need to look like I know I'm so way. proud of you for getting into GG charge or like yeah. doing all of that because even like you know um whenever you would like add it to your story or something I'd look into it and I'm like this is like so cool I think this is so interesting and it's so awesome that you're doing it and you yeah. have you have this voice and you're like really using it to your advantage mm-hmm. yeah I think that's one thing that I like also have noticed is like stems from like outside of what our conversations are but just like there's there's only so much that we can also do as like oh, like, this is how I feel, like, it'll be okay, but, like, educating other people is the next step I want to take, because, like, we need to also educate the people who, like, give those bad mentalities, you know, like, the ones who are, like, oh, like, if you don't look like this, then you're, like, like, Fair and Lovely is, like, the biggest example when they, like, switch their name, like, yeah, like, they, they still have a lot of issues with that, but, and it was, it was also the fact that, you know, even like even people that I've known or people that we've known, they're like their skin color was sometimes too dark. Some people's skin yeah. color was too light. Sometimes, you know, your hair was supposed to look. Your hair was too thin. Your hair was too thick. Your, you know, your hair's too curly. Your hair's too this. Your, like your face is like that. Your eyebrows are like that. Like it's mm-hmm. it's so much, um, and it's such a big thing. My whole like I- ideal thing or like my whole mindset of everything with this is is like if it's not your body then it's none of your business Mm -hmm. you know because I feel like so many people they can just comment on so many people's lives like oh my god that person like she got bigger uh, or that person she like lost a lot of weight I sent you that thing and I like I could not or either you sent it to me or I sent it to you this thing about um 
it was like um talking about stuff not to say around the holidays like oh my oh, god you yeah. got so skinny or oh my god um you you look like you're eating well oh yeah you sent it to me comments that can trigger disordered eating around the holidays you look so much healthier did you lose or gain weight since i last saw you are you sure you're gonna eat all of that oh my god are you sure you're gonna eat all of that obviously i know i'm how much i want to eat are you really <laughs> telling me how I much i should eat yeah. literally like i'm like are you really gonna tell me how much i should be eating right now your body is different than my body yeah that is like one of the biggest things are you sure you're gonna eat all that looks like someone has an appetite oh my god the amount of times that i've heard that i i'm like yeah i have an appetite what, what are you gonna do about it like that's my whole thing like okay what like what about it yeah and then do you want to go on a diet with me next year oh my god yeah because that's different than being like oh like i want to try out this like lifestyle like oh yeah. do you want to try like eating plant-based with me yeah. like it's different or do you want to like, be like do you want to like eat more a little more healthier with me or something like that or do you just want to yeah. switch off your or like do you yeah try going plant-based with me i like that how you said yeah. that because like, even like even going a little bit healthier i've realized that that can like really trigger somebody yeah and it's it's like you want to be there for them but then also you can't like expect them to do the same things Literally. like they're you, not you you can't be like oh you need to go on a diet like that's not yeah. the way to do that or be i think the best way to do it is just be like hey do you want to like come on a walk with me or like do something like active yeah. where it's just like you don't necessarily think that it is like exercise but then slowly you like get into it and you're like oh my gosh like i love hiking like this is my thing yeah Oh my god, hiking is so our thing. Yeah. We really like hiking. And it's just different things. Like, you can help people through their journey, but you just... I just think that, like, it's the whole thing. Like, you can't tell someone what they want to do. Like, it's... Yeah. You can't You can't tell someone how much they're going to eat. I mean, I guess when you're little, your parents told me, okay, you have to eat this much. Yeah, but, but that's, like, definitely, like, the parents trying to, like, teach you what yeah. you're supposed to enough. Yeah, but, I mean, now when we're, like, at the ages of 19 and 21, I don't, we don't need anybody telling us that we're eating too much or that we're eating too, like, or that we need to stop or anything. I feel like we know when to stop and we know when we're hungry and all of this. It's just, it's a very vicious. Mm -hmm. It's a comparison game. And I definitely, like, in high school, I, like, have been reflecting on this, how much I've changed in the past four years. And I used to care. I would be like, oh, like, like what's what's happening in this person's life but like like I think that some of my friends have also noticed that shift in me where I just like don't care like yeah I care about the people who are within my inner circle but like this random person on this other like team like doesn't really matter like what them and their boyfriend are like going through like 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 some people try to tell me these things and I'm like honestly dude like like I it it doesn't affect me like how am I gonna like talk to them and then that's another thing because it's like oh, this person's doing this, and then I'm like, oh, maybe I should be doing that, or, like, maybe I should be doing this. Mm-hmm. But now I've come to realize, like, this whole thing about, like, when, when what you're not supposed to say, but what you are supposed to say is, like, oh, like, I like for you, people should be, like, coming up to you and talking to you about your podcast, or, like, you know, like, things that, like, spark your mind and not your, like... Yeah, they, like, they're positively, they're positively influencing you rather than bringing you down or making you think either worse about yourself or worse about someone. I feel like that's, like, one of the lesser people in the world. The people yeah. who, like, either, like, they make you think, like, that you're either not good enough or that you're not, or that you're being lazy or something. Or people that make you feel not inferior. Or they make them, is that how it says? It's, like, when they make you feel inferior to yeah. them. And a lot of it is, like, what I've noticed is 
it unless it's your family like your parents are going to tell you things because they want you to get better like your sisters or your brothers like just like your cousins will tell you stuff and even your best friends but then there's like the people from outside who are just going to comment because like they're insecure about it themselves yeah and I think that's like the like the worst thing but and I always try to remember I always tell myself this whenever someone tells me something whether it has to do with like anything about myself like you're being annoying you're doing this you're doing that Mm -hmm. I always like I'm like okay well this has more to say about this person than it has to say about me like um last week when we were at that uh wedding reception i had some to drink and drew was like you're being you were like really annoying last night i was like well you're the only one who's telling me this and nobody else told me anything so obviously i wasn't that annoying as i thought yeah or but with him the thing is is like literally mom or dad they can say anything they want it will not affect me i don't know why drew says something i'm like oh my god like i start rethinking everything that i do but he's also your brother so he's like probably not telling you for like He's not no telling me reason. the good stuff. He's telling me all the bad stuff. Yeah, which is, like, also, like, necessary. Like, I think that, yeah. like, you have to be positive about things, but you also have to be very, like... Realistic. Realistic, yeah. I agree. So, Drew's the one who keeps me down to earth. <laughs> He's the one who doesn't boost my ego. <laughs> That's real for me, too. <laughs> really? No, I, like, I literally boost his ego all the time. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, Drew's the good-looking one in the family. I'm like, Drew, do you think you're the good-looking one in the family? I figured he'd say no. He's like, yeah, I'm the good-looking one in the family. <laughs> And it's also the fact that now I'm like, everybody's like, yeah, Prachi, you don't look anything like your parents. And Drew goes, it's because she's adopted. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, I was like, I don't even know anymore. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I try not to take everything too seriously, but sometimes yeah. it really does get to you. Yeah. I feel like that's one of the biggest things. It, like, wait, like, oh my God. Do you know how like people like, some of them are like, oh my God, like you're breaking out so, like, I'm like. Like, you don't think I know this? Like, like, like you don't like think I look at myself in the mirror? More, no, yeah. Like, I, ju- I just wish some people didn't bring attention to it. Because mm-hmm. it's not it's not like I feel good enough about it to bring attention to it. So, yeah, obviously. Sure. There's a lot of stuff to do with everybody else. But I've also just realized that the only person I can control is myself. And mm-hmm. even though if I did want to say something to someone or, like, mm, comment back something i don't because you had to reel it in yeah i'm like okay well them saying all this about me says more about them than it does about me so yeah. about how they are it's the eye for an eye complex 100 percent. so we've literally talked about everything but just without addressing everything oh what type of workouts are you doing right now right now it's so i was on a training guide when i was here at school doing like strength training and stuff but then i can't do that because I just don't have access to a gym and I don't think it's worth it for this next month. So I found this, um, Linda Sun actually showed Ooh. me her. Her name's Caroline Gervon and she's Irish. Oh, I love her because of her accent. That's like my favorite part of her. <laughs> Irish accents are so cool. Yeah. And she does. So she has like, it's like kind of like Sydney Cummings when I was like into her this summer, but hers is like more for the advanced to like intermediate people. Um, so I'm on my like second week of it it's the epic guide um and then i always love the mad fit dance workouts you know i'll do those and i've also been into well i tried it once but i'm gonna like get better at it is jump roping yes oh my god i could like jump rope for maybe 30 seconds and then i'm like yeah i need a break i'm like not i can like double hop but like like jumping and getting the rope under my feet every single time is so hard 
I could do like the crisscross, the side to side. Yeah, you're better than me. Yeah, but that's because in elementary school we had this thing called Jumper for Heart. And so like one week out of like, I think every couple of months or one week out of the year. Yeah. We'd, it'd be like jump rope week. So every single time we'd go like to gym class or PE, mm-hmm. we'd be jump roping like all throughout. And it was the wire ones. So we really had to learn how to jump rope. Otherwise Ooh. we were going to get caught by the wires. Dang. It was fun though. Yeah. It was like, it's like a... I want to say it's like a foundation or a charity or something. It's Jumper for Heart. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a charity or something. It was fun. I had fun. I used to get all my grandparents – or I used to get my grandparents and my parents to donate so that I could get a free jump rope every <laughs> Yeah, that's what I would do too. But ours is like a booster thon thing, so we'd yes. have to like run the laps. Oh. So that's what I've been doing lately. Um, that's awesome. I was going to ask you something else. What have you been doing? Pilates. Yeah, that's what I have felt like. You need to look at this Lily Sabri and Linda Sun. Like, they yes. did a, um, what's it called? A collaboration for, like, a week. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so whenever I want the more intense Pilates stuff, I go to Tasha Franken. But whenever I want the more, uh, like, lenient stuff, I go to Melissa Wood. Because hers are a little bit more um, spaced out well. While Tasha yeah. Franken's is, like, go, go, go. Which is, like, mm-hmm. awesome. Because, like... 40 minutes of hers is like like it's so nice it makes yeah. my abs feel like i can finally like before i was like they're like oh engage your core i'm like what the heck are they talking no, about i'm like oh i feel it like, yeah i'm, I'm like i'm like and they're like engage your core and put in your like and like move in your ribs and now i can do that perfectly mm-hmm. and it's like so awesome compared to like a couple it's like really all about growth like i feel like yeah it's one of the biggest things and i think it's like important to note like that I prefer different things than Brachi does, but we're still, like... Like, you don't have to, like, do the exact same thing. Like, I will never cycle. Or, like, honestly, I kind of hate Pilates. Like, yeah, like, like, my body just does not, like... Like, it's not my vibe. But we're both, like, living, like, pretty healthy lifestyles. Yeah. It's, like, again, no body is the same. No mind is the same. Everybody mm-hmm. wants different things. And I feel like we're two really good examples of me with my Pilates and you with more of your strength training and all of, like, the weight stuff. I like more of the body stuff, and then you like more of the weight stuff. Not saying that you don't like the body stuff, too, because you like the dance workouts and everything just along with that. Yeah. Which are, like, really fun. We went on a cabin trip, and all of us just started busting out the dance workouts. Yeah. They were fun. It was, like, a good hour of our (laughs) A good way to relieve stress, too. It was before we cooked dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I also wanted to talk about, uh, what did I want to talk about? Oh, recipes. I feel like right now a lot of people are cooking more, mm-hmm. coming up with good recipes. Do you have any good recipes right now that you figured out? You made that mac and cheese yeah, for Christmas or for Thanksgiving. Yeah. If you like coconut, like my sis, like Rhea loved it, but I just, there was some coconut like back oh. taste to it that I was like, mm, because we use coconut milk. Yeah. But it is really good. Um, I think... Some, what like a couple of my friends have just decided to start going vegan so there's like four of us in the group now that yeah. are vegan so I love looking at veggie kins it's like Remy Park she does a lot of like gluten-free vegan stuff and then minimalist baker so that's basically what I do but then I've really gotten to this roasted veggies thing after you kept like talking about it yeah. all the time so that's my like go-to when I really really don't know what to eat mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure out Simagaki's roasted veggies. I finally got the recipe or the the exact thing out of her because I thought she would put it in the oven, but she does it on a high like wok pan. Yeah. Which I didn't know. Yeah. But that's awesome. Her veggie pies. Oh my god. Oh yeah, she made like veggie. Uh, they weren't pot pies. They were like puff pastries. And yeah. And they had the vegetables inside. 
That was really She good. used coconut and... No, she used cashew milk for that. Maybe if you tried it with cashew milk, it would turn out different. Yeah, I think it's like... The, the issue is when you cook certain things, they come on with a different taste. Yeah. And like, maybe I could try it, but cashew milk's a lot thinner than coconut milk, and that's what made it really thick and good. That's true. I mean, they, they have, like, the half and half, the coconut and the cashew. Oh, yeah. Or you could use, oh, at um, the farmer's market, I found mm-hmm. this thing of coconut cream. Yeah. It's, like, a whole thing of coconut cream. You can have it if you want. Try it out. See if it works out. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just realized I forgot your dub bus again. It's okay. <laughs> and then so Frida's. I know how to make some meat. Yes. Oh, now. my God. Oh, she's so Frida. She gave me that last time we were having dinner here. So good. I took it at home, and I ate it for lunch the next mm-hmm. day. My next, my next um, conquest is that I love Trader Joe's and I love their veggie dumplings. So, <gasps> yes. yeah, they're so good. And mm. I was like, okay, honestly, like, it's probably not that hard to make. So I'm going to start making that. Yeah, I also liked uh, that Trader Joe's Romanesco. Romanesco yeah, that Romanesco sauce that you brought. Pesto, yeah. That was good. I mm. like that. Um, they have really good pesto, but I just, like, prefer my mom's pesto the best. Yeah, your mom's pesto was really good. Oh, I yeah. like that better. Yeah, it's, like, spicy. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Um, it's, like, Indian. It's, like, Indian and Italian mixed yeah. pesto. I really like it. And then Sima Vicky's bread. Our, yeah. One of our family friends, she makes bread, and it's so good. Do you like her bread? Yeah, it's really good. And then when she puts, like, I used to eat, like, half of Yeah, I can't, I can't go home for so long, especially when the bread is home. I'll finish that thing. I eat, like, four or five slices in, like, one sitting. But I don't really. I'm, like, I'm hungry. I'm yeah. eating it. Whatever. But, you know, anything else about intuitive living that we need to talk about? I'm trying to think. I think that's it. It's just also, like, learning to not overtrain your body, which yeah. is... Like, which could also do more harm than it could do good because that even that like with the if you overtrain your body the water weight will get in and then that yeah. you'll start getting more bloated too yeah and you don't give your body time to rest and I think that this is like my new philosophy is that if I'm gonna work out I'm gonna work out to like not to the extreme but I'm going to like tire myself out so that like those rest days are like well deserved you yeah know? like you need you need to have rest days and I think that I like over the summer especially was like oh I don't really need rest days mm-hmm. like I'll, I can still like like I would count those like an hour of dancing as like a rest day but it's like not really rest day because I'm still like burning so much damage. I know I realized on the cabin trip I wanted to do Pilates but even that hike that we did that was like really nice to me mm-hmm. especially because it I mean my whole thing is like I just want to get my body moving whether yeah. it's Pilates work like uh walks like run like I tried running I I, I can't I'm trying to get better but yeah, I, I can't, can't run or cycle those are the two things I like absolutely uh, cannot do. your dad can your dad's pretty good at running he does like 12 minute miles doesn't he yeah that's awesome and he likes running I just don't yeah I like I'm like <sighs> I can't I'm like I'm like after two minutes I'm like all right I'm done for the day yeah I tried running over Thanksgiving break it and work out <laughs> I was like, it's okay. But, uh, I'm trying to think anything else intuitive. We talked about working out. We talked about stress. We talked about food. We talked about food a lot. Yeah. We talked about people. Um, intuitive. Uh, I feel like intuitive, em- well, not emotions really, but we talked about that too. Like our emotions and how to deal yeah. with all of that. Um, I think other than that, we're pretty good. Yeah. I really like the Long talks with you. Talk. Yeah. The fact that I just came here, like, what, 20, 10 minutes before we just started this? Yeah. Yeah. No prep time necessary. Nope. Other than that, yeah. So, this is it for this week's, and I will see you guys later. That's goodbye, y'all. Goodbye.
I hope you guys think that made you smile. I'm planning on uploading a new podcast every Tuesday, so be ready. I hope this week brings you happiness and lots of good energy. You are so special and beautiful and you make the world an amazing place. I am so appreciative for you guys. Thank you for spending your time with me and I will see you all soon. What a wonderful world.